0: The Vocal Studio. Welcome to our Friday podcast and our podcast generally, uh, find your inner voice. We are the vocal coaches from the Vocal Studio Singapore. We'll be talking about vocal coaching, life around it, and a lot more. Thank you very much for for uh, having us today. Uh, today we have a discussion with Coach Hannah, and uh, we'll be sharing some more uh, interesting vocal tips for you guys um, that Coach Hannah would like to share with you to help you out a little bit more, to understand um, some tips and tricks that you can eventually do for a particular issue you have while you're singing. Thank you very much, Coach Hannah, for
1: um, being with us this morning,
0: this afternoon. Um, how are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you, Boyana, for the ni- nice intro. I'm very good. Uh, good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, this is a new angle we are trying. Actually, I just didn't realize it. This like particular angle. Now I don't know whether you see it, but you are above me. So like you are on the top and I am on the bottom.
0: Yeah, top. but for me it doesn't seem like so for me it seems
1: like I'm front. I think you can change the setting, right? Um I I think yeah, because we're now recording, we can better? It. so let's just continue with this and see how it goes. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so today is another week of us sharing a little vocal, you know, like some of our our experiences and tips for your vocal skills, for your singing skills, right? So you can improve upon it. Last time it was interesting because it it was about vocal riff, right? How do you do the voice effect and riff and runs and vibrato? It was quite nice. So if you're interested, you can check out on that. Yes. Um, Yeah. Yeah, today I wanted to talk a little about rhythm. Okay yeah hmm so we've done enough I think we covered quite a lot about how to build the basics the voice right and also how to do the right breathing uh, what are the importance of scale exercises but now we are going into more into okay what is rhythm why does it matter in singing um, so recently I've had some students who come and then they they try out the songs The new songs that they want to learn and these are the students who are already pretty good in you know singing the melody lines when they sing it's very beautiful uh especially the students who are into opera style or like a musical broadway musical style if they want to sing like uh there was one with music of the night Mm -hmm. So it was very nice and very good to hear. And that student wanted to switch over to a little more modern style, which was a song, If I Could Tell Her, by Dear Evan Hansel. And it's a faster song. It follows a contemporary rhythmic style. And he was totally lost because he felt like he didn't know. He was singing the right tune and melody, but something was so off. But it didn't have the right feel. Um, yeah, so we needed to break it down to understand where you know that feel of being off or yeah. being in not very you know appropriate or in the right place come from. And a huge part of it was obviously like rhythm. Yeah. Is, it, is there one single thing that one can do that it's up to from, from
0: your own, you know, course yeah. of things? What is it that students have to do generally or like one single tip that they do that makes them better with rhythm?
1: So I think in um, rhythm, rhythm is basically based on timing, right? But in that timing, it doesn't only mean Oh, it is an indicator of what timing you should start singing. It is not only that, it's also about the duration of the note. It is also the duration of the rest. how much you're going to rest, how much you're going to, you know, hold the note. And there is also this aspect of how much accent you are putting on certain notes. Mm -hmm. Or on certain beat. So uh, you have to think maybe a little more in those, uh, you know, in different levels. If you're a very basic level, uh, beginner level singer, what you need, the first thing, as the first thing was you need to catch the pulse and the beat of the music, right? So if you're singing, for example, if there is like, I'm yours, Chase Maras, dun, 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 da, 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 right? And then you have to know first, the beat of it in order for you to catch the, uh, the complicated layer of the rhythm, right? So when you listen, always, uh, the students who are missing the beat, I always tell them to start with tapping, listening to the music. So we start tapping. And you will find actually this is not just ongoing tapping because there is a cycle of maybe one, two, three, four, and somehow it feels like it goes back to one, two, three, four, and it repeats. So then it creates that like you know four and four um meter, and so they find that one. Where is the one when the beat is consistent? Three, four, a one, a two three four one two three four so this is what what we do and um, in the lesson and then it's sometimes it is snapping and then after that you have to also move your body a little bit because it has to be physically felt in your body and after that bam 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 them, then you can sing it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Do yeah. you follow this?
0: They can follow. Do you have any issues following this? How do you find that?
1: There are some students who are ha- also having the, the issue of following that too. Uh, yeah. So um, in that case, you might want to break it down. So mm-hmm. if it's hard for you to follow one, two, three, four, then make a filler. You know, you have to make fillers by saying "n one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four. And having those fillers help you to stay consistently with um, the the beat. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's always the first step is having the right uh, understanding of the basic beat of the music. OK. That's cool. yeah, yeah. very good. That's an excellent tip.
0: Thanks for sharing it. I think students will really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Um, and and then also, so then you are moving on.' It's, it's for the more easier level, right? But then if you're moving on, where is the problem coming from? Now you get to you start to be confused because some music doesn't follow this pattern. So it'll be easier if everything is going with a beat then it'll be nice but many times the actual melody is song not on the beat but then off the beat yeah
0: so right? what do you do how do you do with
1: that so that's where we are like having all this like confusion like frustration so Uh, So now we have to go into practicing a little bit of the offbeat, right? So we did one and two and three and four and now you can use those fillers to practice um, the offbeat feel. What -hmm. I mean by that is instead of one and two and three and four and now you can go into one and two and three and four and and two and three and four and right, so then you, you get that, that very different feel. So then, ah, uh, versus ah, uh, now you had it, now you switch it to ah, 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 right, one and two and three and four and four and so that's the exercises that you can okay. practice it seems like all the accents go on the
0: end right mm-hmm. yeah that's a good it's a good way of uh, putting it yeah good so it seems like the fillers help a lot right mm-hmm. yeah how about okay say some students practice in and listen and write. They, they get it right and things like that but then next time they come in there don't get it right so what do you advise
1: them Uh, so always listen to the song when you do that uh, if you if it's hard for you to follow the beat slow down the music you can you know YouTube allows you to slow down the tempo of the music and then as you slow when once you slow it down find a steady beat Mm -hmm. right one two three four one two three And then after that, you are on top of it, you are finding, you know, like the, the, um, let me apply a a melody. Like, what would be a good song for that? I just did. Mm -hmm. I think, you know what, for
0: me, um, there is a lot of like little things that one can do depending on, you know, their own personal, you know, uh, rhythm skills, right? Yeah, level uh, currently at. But you know, over the course of, of, of uh, my studies in music, I only realized that the rhythm in that matter does not stay with you unless some people have a natural, naturally very good sense of, of rhythm, right? Yeah. But um, just like drummers do, I think um, uh, people have to practice.
1: Yeah, definitely, you need to have practice, practice. Is
0: because you have to internalize that rhythm, right? I mean, you can get you can show them a lot of exercises that are super fun and very good mm-hmm. uh, in lesson, but it, it, and if they if they go back home and don't practice, then they're gonna lose the sense of you know because it's still not in, they're they're still working on their on their rhythm skills, right? That yeah. it, it actually requires a lot of practice, so just like drummers when they sit down and they practice, they you know yeah. their rhythms. They have to, know, it's not because they don't know how to play the rhythm, because they have to, to get really, really good in that. So that it's practice, it's a consistent practice. So um, I guess when you give them all these skills, mm-hmm. and little exercises, not the skills part and the exercises that they have to do. All they have to do is just when they have some time off, they have to go home and practice the same. Yeah. Because the body then remembers, right?
1: Mm-hmm. It's do. very important because like, it's not only you know the singing is actually you come you you have to process the music that you are listening to, and after that you have to produce your own sound. So it is a two-way process all the time, and you have yeah. to be. That's why you have to be very yeah. physically instantly, yeah. you know, like immediately connected to the the beat and then the rhythmic part. That's and it takes time for you too because yes. it's a sensation oh. that you have to yeah. just go with right. Your body has to accept that rhythmic pattern that you're practicing. though. So really uh, using your body parts, right? Whether there's a clap, whether there's a tap, whether there's a snap or that, the, you know, a lot of the musicians, they have this like drum movement to feel the beat, right? And then taking the steps. Um, so that's the thing. Uh, I would definitely recommend for you to catch it catch the beat and on top of it now you're building uh, whatever now you need to build first start with easy songs that fall on the on the beat. Okay, the melody line fall on the beat. And after that, if it's off the beat, then you have to know okay, how does this work? Maybe a little more complicated beat rhythm patterns will be instead of ta 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 ta. Now we go into ta 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 Wow, this one is going beat this thing steady, but ta 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 So mm, we have just very, very slowly catch okay, how low? uh is each note or syllable that i'm pronouncing and then how does it go with a beat on top of the steady beat uh and i would suggest singing though first and you know like always one or two lines and master it by repeating it maybe four or five ten times 20 times yeah yeah yeah
0: that's that's good yeah but obviously, yeah, all of this, uh, it's fun. It's very fun. Yeah, it I think very fun. it's very fun to be practicing rhythms. Yeah. So yeah. how is your, um, what else can we can we share about rhythm? How is your, I, I personally love rhythms. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very fascinated many, many years back when I was at, at uni in London, I started lessons.
1: Yeah. With
0: one of my musicians that I worked with and he was playing the congas and we started off a few lessons because I really was rhythm fascinated so much because I come from a region that it's very yeah. involved right and for us rhythms is like ah, this is what we do for life you know we just wake up and we do bizarre rhythms such as seven eight nine eight and all that right so we started practicing um and I realized that this is Certain well, you need to have a lot of focus though. Yeah. Your focus cannot go anywhere else mm. when you are practicing rhythms as a drummer, for instance, mm. as a conga player, say. Mm. That's what I learned. Uh and I learned that it's very fun that you have to actually this you know, in the rhythms there's a lot of music as well because you have to produce different sounds as you play. Yeah. You know, as as you're doing the congas, if I'm not wrong, there's seven different sounds that you have to do. Mm. And each sound has, your hand has to be in a particular position to produce that sound. Mm. It was lovely, though. But then I realized, oh, my God, this takes a lot of practice Mm. and a lot of um, focus and concentration. So maybe perhaps some kind of um, tip that we can give students is to be focused when they are, you know, to be very, very aware of of their own body and to be very much in the song mm-hmm. that they are doing. You know, try and concentrate as as, as much as possible. You know, yeah. we all have a different level of, of of ability to focus, right? Not everyone has that. That's also something that goes in many levels, right? But we need that concentration, focus, and yeah, like like being very, very vigilant and like very aware.
1: Right? Really like using your full, you know, like yourself right your mind your you know your feel your body everything has to go into this and like really so the thing is for this conga players they're using their hand and then they are making different kind of attack right to produce different kind of sound same thing I think also goes for the voice uh, when you want to create different rhythm and the color right uh, you like add a little more diversity a more vibrant feel like more life feel then also uh, when when we sing sometimes they some students sing in the right timing, but then still it feels very plain. That's because they don't put in, you know, um, the different qualities of voice for the yeah. different rhythm component, right? So it's, um, some somebody was singing like, take me, there's this song called Take Me to the Metador, take me to the Metador, there is this song, um, and then He's a very beautiful singer, but then somehow it felt a little bit plain when he sang, Take me to the metador. And, right, it doesn't have that feel. So what we worked on is, okay, remove all the lyrics. Think about only the sound. Remove the meaning of the lyrics. Think about the sound now. And then if you used T, Ta, the. Ah, This very simple syllable, how would you uh, sing this to really show that feel, express the right rhythm, uh, right? So then, so it's now a little more scatty, but that's a really good way for him to just capture that rhythmic side of it. And also that comes with a nice emphasis, accented, right, feel hmm mm-hmm. yeah yeah so yeah. really we have to be more creative in trying to you know express and learn the rhythm by maybe sometimes getting out of um singing in our comfortable way of singing with the uh, lyrics in front of you right uh, and just go by the that flow that you have in mind we have to completely immerse ourselves in the in the music and then imitate it. It's a really fun sound to create. Yeah, it's it's
0: cool. Rhythms rhythms are great. At one point in time, one student of mine told me, oh, I cannot do that. You're a very rhythmical singer. That was really funny. I laughed. Because, you know, see how people perceive you sometimes, you know, you're rhythmical, you're not rhythmical. Yeah. Um, I think you just have to, you know, rhythms are very connected to that kind of, you know, wanting to do things that can sort of, you know, passionate, love for music that we have, or we don't, or, you know. So if you add a little bit more of feeling to to your songs, that might also help you out with the rhythm uh, in, in, in ways, and that can create some dynamic, but of course that's more on the melodical side. Uh, yeah, very good, very
1: interesting. Uh, what else can we say about rhythms? Mm. So far, so the thing is, first, uh, catch the right beat, right? And then on top of it, build uh, your vocabulary on the variations of the beat, so it becomes that offbeat. Uh, Maybe if you're interested in learning more about the syncopation, you can go and search more about it. So build the layers uh, in order for you to sing in rhythm. And when you sing, uh, when you apply uh, the the song and learn the rhythm from your song, try to imitate and really catch the sound first if you feel like you're missing the rhythm and then after that once it is there uh then you can rebring the lyrics and try to express those rhythm um qualities by singing with the lyrics uh other things other things that we can talk a little more about the rhythm mm classical musicians I don't know whether there's uh, some people believe that you know like for the classical musicians it's very hard for them to convert to jazz and a large part of it is I think it's also because of the rhythm difference and then the how is it is placed yeah well that's um it's many aspects will be there but I think like a big part of it also could be that yeah it's uh actually really it depends how you
0: look at it. Um, if you are a very, you know, serious singer in the classical music realm, then you will be required to to have like really strong rhythm skills, regardless of the fact that we're not really using them when we sing uh, any classical pieces. When when we sing opera, we are very focused on. Uh, singing melodies, making a nice solid tone, making it loud or not loud, giving all sort of different techniques that are required. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is the rhythm is actually there but it's very connected to the breathing you know So breath so the, the work goes a lot more to breath support
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that that gives you the ability to have a good rhythm rhythm mm-hmm. rhythm uh, skills when you're singing classical music. So it goes, it's very, very connected to the bread. There's no, uh, usually we don't really practice, you know, like in popular music, we don't have this, this variety of, of, of uh, you know, exercises and how to get there. Because in the end of the day, in popular music, there's so many different genres, right? Yes. And that therefore, there's so many different rhythms. Yes. So we have to have these exercises and ways to to, to improve our rhythms in popular music. Whereas in, uh, in classical, it's the other way around so we don't really we have very singular one 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 genre so which which does not really require for you to you know be so rhythmical
1: yeah i think more you know when you think about the aria or like the the classical music performance is really about delivering the resonance of the voice and making nicely flow lyrically um rather than uh, being on the right time and sync you know um, uh, so that is the difference I mean those both has like very good beauty right like I, I get the goosebumps by listening to the um, the sopranos or the classic music like the singers perform uh, but Now, if you are talking about you really doing the contemporary modern pop music and those genres, yeah, then you will, you will need to delve a little more into, okay, how does this rhythm really contribute to the music? What kind of, you know, like energy does it derive from it and be interested and then get to know a little more about it and then really break it down, break it down, break it down, go slow, go fast, go slow, go fast. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. And practice, practice, practice.
1: Yeah. Okay. Always. <laughs> All righty. Um, any songs that you're doing that you're teaching these days that might be interested, uh, interesting for the students to look at, um, to learn the rhythm, mm-hmm. various different rhythm. Uh, one, one that I just introduced, if I could tell her, and then there is also, uh, what did I do? Yeah, of course. And we have a lot of variety
0: of students with a variety of different songs. Yeah. Um, that is all very, very different one from another. But if by any chance, you know, you want to improve your rhythms, hope this can, you know, give you a little bit of hope and and, and some kind of, you know, wish to indulge a little more into rhythms. Yeah. And we can help you out with that. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think that's uh, probably around the time that we have to yes. say... Bye to you and thanks very much for listening to our conversations. Um, thank you, Hannah, for sharing this this rhythm, uh, talk, this rhythm conversations, vocal tips in this case for, for how to get a uh, you know uh, better with with rhythms when it comes to singing. Right? Um, okay, if you uh, wanna. See us and listen to us next time. We will be sharing another interesting topic for you all. Um, and thanks, Hannah, again for for this. And um, hope everyone has a very beautiful afternoon, evening, or whatever. And we will see you next for our next podcast. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.